0: You hear that? That's live music. Remember what that was like before the pandemic? From Alaska Teen Media Institute, this is Podcast in Place, Youth Stories from Quarantine, a series about youth in Alaska during the COVID-19 pandemic. We're bringing you stories, interviews, and audio diaries from socially distanced teenagers and young adults. I'm me producer Ormond Lois, recording this on an iPhone at my house, since the Atmi studio is still closed. This live performance was recorded at Atmi's annual live on stage radio show from 2019. As you can imagine, we didn't have a live show in 2020. The band is Rush Hour, or at least that's what they'd later be called. Since the pandemic has shut down the possibilities for live concert events, That doesn't leave small up and coming bands like Rush Hour with much to do. So, in this episode, we're going to hear from the members of the band what they've been doing in quarantine for the last year, how they've kept the band together, and the music teachers that have inspired them along the way. Here is Atme senior producer Cornelius Nelson speaking with the members of Rush Hour. We'll let them introduce themselves so you can hear who's who.
1: I'm Caleb Rapinute. I'm 17 and I play tenor saxophone for uh, Rush Hour, as well as doing some other music arranging stuff and doing audio mixing and whatnot.
2: Uh, Hi, I'm Ethan Tawani. I play drums and other percussion for Rush Hour, as well as doing video editing and occasionally audio editing. I'm 16. Uh, Hi, I'm Thomas. I play Barry Sax for Rush Hour and, and I'm 17. I'm
3: Miko Hare. I'm 16 and I play guitar for Rush Hour. Uh,
4: my name is Avery Caldwell. I play a <clears throat> trumpet for Rush Hour and I also compose some music for it.
5: Well, uh, let's, let's get right on into it. So, uh, last, we, last time I saw you folks, I think, was at the live on stage radio show. Have you guys performed any gigs since then or any uh, anything else?
1: Yeah. So, um, since we last spoke, we. One of the big things that we did was we performed for Eagle River High School's and Chugak High School's Battle of the Bands, which was so much fun. It was a lot of fun, and we got to perform so a set of songs and uh, compete. Uh, but since then, that was that was in January of last year. So, unfortunately, no. Actually, it's been oh, yeah. some time since we've gotten to do any performances. Yeah, since any we've gotten to do any performances live, considering um, what with the pandemic and all. So
5: yeah uh so you guys are friends outside of this did you guys all meet each other through school or uh just having to be, all be people that had similar interests
1: it the the friend group kind of came together just over time i think miko you and i met well like we were like 11 we were like 11 yeah fifth grade. and it was just a while ago it was just kind of us uh, over time i'm I met Miko in fifth grade. Miko met Avery over time. I became friends with Avery. Um, Some point, I think we ran into Ethan, but then we didn't, we didn't, and then we ran into him again, like, two years later. And (laughs) over time, it was just, it was sort of because we were all taking band classes, sort of music. Would you, would you guys agree, like? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was, it was slightly born out of taking, all of us taking band together, taking music classes together, and we just ended up really gelling together really well. So then we decided at some point, hey, what if we just started the band of our own?
5: (laughs) Whose idea was the band? Was it kind of like a mutual idea of like everyone was like, hey, we got along pretty well. We just started a band. Or was it one person?
4: It was a a mutual effort. But it started with we did um, some stuff for the talent show. Or what was it? Was that Battle of the Bands or the talent show? One or the the other? The talent show. The talent show. show And we all did... Like we wanted to do a song, but we would, didn't want to have a huge band behind us. So we were like, we'll just do it with a, like the, the people who are good friends within the band. And we went on stage and then afterwards we went out to eat and we were like, hey, we should do this more often. We like, we, we kind of just wanted an excuse to play more music with each other because we really like music and we like performing and we're good friends. So we were like, we want an excuse to be able to do this more than just like once a year for a school talent show. So. That's when we made the band. Yeah,
1: I think it was also due in part to our school band director George Pierce, who, straight out of gate, our our first few months in high school, he was like, "Yeah, you guys are you guys are young and you guys you have Ethan, he's on drums, you got Avery on trumpet, you play tenor sax." Like we had a conversation with him, and he was like, "You guys have the people to do this small group," and he like gave us some sheet music of like some songs made for that group, and he was like, "Yeah." run wild. So it, it, it was in part with like our circumstance with like having to do, already having to do like what Avery said, like the talent show, that one talent show, and also in part to just um, our band director really encouraging us to get together and start making music.
5: Where is, like inspiration come from for music, like individually or as a group? Uh, would you say like, where was your like interest in making music? started from was it like an album or just like a moment that came
3: my dad he's he was a musician he wanted to be a professional musician when he was growing up so when i when i was like really young he was like here play piano play guitar play this and then kind of just branched off from there and i was like wow this is really fun and people seem to like it so i'm just gonna keep going see where that takes me
2: i feel like other brass bands which is like i like lucky chops and lucky things like chops that yeah they're definitely an inspiration just as a whole yeah. um other things like too many to use just other brass bands um i know that weren't those weren't like necessarily like our individual inspirations for like how we play but just like how we play together as an ensemble i feel like those helped yeah. out a lot yeah i i would definitely agree
1: i think for myself it was it was i learned initially how to play guitar And again, I also like Thomas, I just branched off and started doing different things with music. And over time, it just became became this thing where it was and I think I think this I can I might be able to speak for everyone on this, where we all just kind of needed to do it. It was just something that we couldn't really live without doing. And so over time, it was it was became less of something that we just did and something that we had to do. So then we just started doing it together.
5: What have you guys been doing since, like, the pandemic? Since you guys haven't been able to do any shows or anything? Have you been, like, just, like, having jam sessions online or uh, just kind of – what have you been up to keeping the band alive since then?
1: As well, as well as doing our all our music together, we all really enjoy music, and so we've d- been doing a lot of projects separately, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, as a band so far, we, um, we have actually entered ourselves into some sort of a uh, talent show in the um, – the municipality what is it called again ethan
2: like right for the spotlight mta is putting it on this year yeah um i think it's the first time they've done it but yeah it's just all over alaska virtual submissions um over multiple categories music comedy acrobatics that kind of stuff and yeah. so we entered entered that um and that was kind of the first thing that we've done really over quarantine as a band because we've all it's just it's hard it's like Jam sessions online, like over things like Zoom or Discord, don't really work due to like internet lag and like things like that. Obviously, can't off. get together in person, so it's 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 yeah, it's been harder to do things as a group.
3: A lot of what we did uh, since quarantine, uh, for one, is composing a lot of music. A lot of us wrote our own stuff, and secondly, is getting stuff that we can do things virtually, like getting our own like microphones for our instruments, our own like audio interfaces and stuff like that, just letting us able to actually, like, mix our own music and able to make, like, videos and stuff like that, which is pretty important when you can't, like, just go to each other's houses and uh, just jam.
6: Okay.
4: Yeah, it's, it's been a bit of a transition from live gigs to recording stuff and putting it together so people can see it without having to be, like, in the same room as us.
5: What would you say has been, like, uh, a good lesson that you've learned during this
1: process? Time is a funny thing. I think if if if, if there's something i'd like to put um i think i think we all definitely learned this um i mean honestly just this this entire year really since the pandemic started is there's there there have been times when it's it felt like there was endless nothing for god knows how long but then there were times when we had when we had projects and we finally had deadlines and whoa those things. Last real fast, and and the um, I think I think we've gotten a lot better about it as a band, but our our workflow and our work process had to be. It was definitely a little stunted, considering that we we had to be separated and we are all living out of our separate houses. But it, it it's it's things like um. Like the the video that we mentioned, the last one that we've done for this town show, I was, um. Our footage for i think we i think we had two weeks to do that video and one and a half of it was spent actually recording the audio and mixing it and then two days of it was spent editing the video which is well, actually ethan edited that video and like round of applause to him because he sunk so i uh, think that was
2: nine hours straight
1: <laughs> it was nine hours straight of editing i think Until, i, I believe, ran
2: leave 3 30 a.m
1: I, it was like it was like the video was due on a Sunday, and I was running over like half of the footage to his house on a hard drive in a plastic bag at like what like two p.m. on a yeah, Saturday. Two it was on like, a
6: Saturday. Yeah,
1: it, it was, was. It was a bit of a it was a bit of a rush. No <laughs> pun intended, but you know.
2: I think one other thing that we learned is that, like personally, um, I think that despite the fact that we've been individually practicing for over a year, the amount of influence that just playing with other people has on your ability is just so important. Like the amount that I learned last year when there was no quarantine to this year, like just night and day, I I probably like, in terms of like growth, I gained like three months worth over quarantine just because there was no one to grow with. Yeah. And that's just Mm an important thing that, yeah, really Let's really I stay think out this quarantine. Yeah, for for sure,
1: and I think also the, it's just that it's just that energy that comes with being with a band and being live, especially even even if we're not even in a in a performance context where we're just playing together. There's just so much, there's there's already so much chemistry between us, but it 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 doesn't help that we're all in in our own places and in our own doing our own things. So. <laughs>
4: the energy is very different when you're in the middle of a band and to your left you can see like the person soloing and to the right you can see like the rest of the band chatting and like stuff like that versus sitting in your room with a piece of paper in front of you and then you play into a mic and then you stop the recording like it's just it's it's not comparable but you know you, you got to do what you got to do
5: uh, i've noticed that a lot doing the radio show work and stuff like that like Interviewing people is really great. I enjoy. It. I like talking to people. Like I grew up moving around growing up, I moved like pretty much every year or every other year. So I'm very used to like going new places, talking to people. I really enjoy that. But like because of you know the pandemic and everything, haven't been able to interview people in person. So personally, uh it's 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 kind of it's kind of lame, but like i struggle with time management and, and you have to be on time for students like i i, I kind of started this one a bit just a smidge like a minute off and i was like oh right zoom meeting <laughs> um I'll, let's get this um
1: yeah for uh, sure i think i think i can at least for myself i can speak to that too because i'm yeah i'm probably the largest extrovert that's walked the planet earth like i <laughs> gosh like I, I i don't know how about the other guys because they're Sometimes seem pretty content just being at home, but like, I'm, oh, it's killing me. I think time management also is something that, I think, I don't think it's, although I don't think that's too much for personalities and just the fact that we're all bad at time management, to be (laughs) frank.
3: Yeah. (laughs) It's like, Caleb may be the biggest extrovert in the world, but I'm the biggest procrastinator in the entire
4: world. My (laughs) time management
3: is the worst. Oh, And Uh, also...
4: stuff that you don't get in person is technical difficulties you know like when when i was submitting my stuff to caleb i like recorded it and then for the next two days it was just me struggling to like send it to him because it was like sending in the wrong format and it was like i can't convert it and like i can't do anything like that yeah it's it's in um, person you don't have that problem
5: yeah, in, in person, person
4: to worry about sending the wrong file. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Exactly. In in person, it's like it's like we show up to the gig, and if he doesn't have the music, I hand it to him, and then we play, and he's like mm-hmm. right there. But like, oh my goodness, that was that was a whole debacle. It was like he mm-hmm. was he sent me the same thing in like what like six different file formats
4: because mm-hmm. none of them would go through. <laughs> <laughs> it just wouldn't work. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was like oh this is too big
2: Three file converters i've had to use over this point. <laughs> just like <laughs> immense <laughs>
5: program, you gotta use a different one, then you have to think about what they're yeah. using and it's like because yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. like
2: is- some of them like only give you like a certain amount of uses before they're like no you now you have to get the premium version <laughs> yeah so you gotta jump between different ones you gotta it's worry about like, not getting a virus
1: it's like, <laughs> exactly. it's like yeah we're all but like the thing is we're all like high school students and Mika's the only one with a job so it's not like we have like and money just like oh i need to pay for this i need to pay for that because none of us have jobs like
3: especially when you don't have a debit card the amount of like free subscriptions that i've like <laughs> tried to because i have a debit card is immense one two one two three
0: That was the band's song, Time's Up. We'll be right back with more of the interview. Even though all of us at ADME have been working from home during the pandemic, we're still looking for youth to join our team. As a youth producer, you can conduct interviews like the one you're listening to right now, edit audio, record voiceovers, help write some scripts, and much more. And all that is paid work. So if you're between the ages of 13 and 24, living in Alaska, and interested in joining at me, go to alaskateenmedia.org forward slash join. You can also email us at news at alaskateenmedia.org. Now back to Cornelius's interview with Rush Hour.
5: Pre-pandemic, how'd you manage being a band as well as like being like in school and everything? Was juggling the band life a whole ordeal, or was this kind of like a casual thing? Was it something you were able to work on while at school? And like, how has that changed since the
4: pandemic? Uh, we all go to the same school. So if we wanted to like do something with the band, we could just like, oh, meet in the band room at lunch at uh, Tuesday or something. And then we'd go in there and we'd play and practice and stuff like that. But meeting outside of school was definitely a challenge because uh, now people have jobs and after-school activities and, you know, everything going on. Now we don't really have to worry about that with the uh, online school and stuff like that. But it makes meeting up in person even more difficult because of, you know, social distancing guidelines and stuff. I will
1: say, I think during while we were in doing like in-person school and whatnot, it was uh, it wasn't terribly difficult to really schedule anything. Because if there was any like hard, um, solid fixed dates, we kind of knew already like a month or two in advance. Then we 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 could plan accordingly with whatever it was like I was doing swimming at the time also, and like we had just other stuff and it was it was is, it it's fairly clear how we could plan stuff out in our in our lives, but if there was anything that was just like spur of the moment like Avery said it was just we go to the same school so it's like we have the same class just like if if we're working on some a song or something it's um just like hey check this out check out this thing I did or let's meet up in the band room and jam for a bit. Um, I will say though, when we, um, since moving into, uh, being in quarantine and yeah, from there, like forward into the rest of the pandemic, I think, um, while being, uh, we, we have been a bit, uh, restricted as far as doing stuff together, as far as being, having a space in which we can just be creative and which we can do, um, like start writing music and such, um, it's, I think it's been a lot better that we've been at home, at least in my opinion, because I have like my laptop, for example, is I'll, I'll do a majority, a lot of stuff that I'll do is usually on my laptop. And I have like my instruments here. Like I can't have that at school. Like I can't just have like my laptop, can't just pull it out whenever and be like, oh, I'm gonna write this down so I don't forget it. Or I can't like fiddle around on like a bass or a ukulele or a guitar or whatever. So it, I, I would say in that respect and just being in like having our tools it, it's i think being at home has been
2: helpful in, in that sense it was more of a cat casual-ish type thing at first at least like we had maybe like one gig a month or every two months or so like that it wasn't like it wasn't as like time demanding as it could have been like the worst thing about the pandemic is that like it happened right as we were about to get going with like we were like getting some like bits of stuff done we were like figuring out logos and like like graphic design stuff and like we were really like we were ready like Take off and like do a lot of stuff over the summer, and then just stops right in our tracks. And so that yeah, that's yeah, sure. that's one of the yeah. We had just come up with a name. Yeah, we came up with the name, and like, what was, was it? Almost like pretty much exactly a year ago from now. Yeah, because it was, we because we needed one for because we of the band because we needed ne- one because it was we didn't necessary. have a we didn't have a name for like the first like I know like this like band has like more or less gone through a few like. Iterations, iterations when it comes to personnel um like technically like everybody except for thomas has been playing together since freshman year and we had like a couple of other people in there but it, we never had a name until february and that kind of we kinda went by a out. couple like, names it was it would kind yeah. of change from gig to gig sh- it was like, gig to gig uh, who are we this the personnel kind of changed from gig to gig this you
5: know. <laughs> being a part of a craft changes the way you look at it uh, yeah. at my job I work in a fabrication lab. So it's really changed the way like I look at like ordering certain things where I'm like, oh wait, I actually know how to make that. Or alternatively, oh wow, that, that's weird. How did you do that? Also, nice. Uh yeah. working in audio has really changed the way that I view like podcasts and music and radio stations because like I got to intern at a radio station. I've been working with Atme for over two years now uh it's really just changed the way like i appreciate and hear it like except like some things like i it makes me do you ever find yourself finding it hard to turn the switch off oh whenever you're really in the zone and it's Mm -hmm. like uh oh i i I just want to enjoy something right now i'm not trying to like be thinking i'm trying to be a bit smooth brain right now you know
1: Mm -hmm. smooth brain (laughs) of course naturally um yeah for sure and i think definitely definitely that being being in a in a culture in this in this like in this like world in this bubble i guess you could say that's just you you i think that's why we were drawn to each other as friends it's because it's like we just understood like we knew i think ethan and i earlier today literally earlier today we were we were geeking out over he showed me what's his name john john bellion it's stuff like i guess like i got i've had like i've had moments where I'm with Ethan, and maybe we're writing something or we're showing something and we're doing this. It's like a mm, mm. it's like it's like, you know exactly what the other person's thinking or you hear one thing you look at each other in the eyes And whoa, well, that was sick. That was the coolest thing you've ever seen and it's I think One of the best parts about being in a band is that we're all just like that like every single day. It'll be like, oh Check this song out. I need to show you this. This is the coolest like I've ever seen or yo, did you hear? performance of x did you see that new album drops do you hear whatever really and it, it's just it, there's something so nice about having other people that it's like yes i know exactly what you mean
2: yeah uh, one of my like favorite memories of jazz band in general like our school jazz band is like so the way that we're all seated me Miko, caleb and avery are all like kind of sort of like very close together thomas is a little bit further away but like, if we are like, either like listen to something over the speakers or like somebody is soloing, if we hear like that one thing that's just like extra, just, mm, we just instantly, every single one person is looking at each other instantaneously. Mm-hmm. Like we, everybody heard the exact same thing. And for the exact same reason, because we all just like understand it on a different like level than, than an average listener. It's just, yeah. Like, I was it's, about to say something so... like
3: super similar. Like one of my like oldest, like favorite jazz memories is like in eighth grade. At the time, only Caleb, uh, Avery, and I knew each other uh, for the most part. And there was one time where Caleb was soloing, and in jazz, uh, there's this thing called the lick. Uh, And it's this very popular uh, lick that's played a lot in jazz. You can hear it in a bunch of tunes. And Caleb played it in one of his solos, and Avery and I just look at each other at the (laughs) same time with like a big old, like, dumb smile on our face. Mm -hmm. It was it's like one of the most like silly but fond moments ever because like you just know in your mind like oh he he really just did that
1: <laughs> <laughs> our teacher hates it now he hates it when we do it even
2: if we bring he, it up he's he just like oh. he, he already banned that he banned it there are only two things there are only yeah. two things that are banned
5: only up right now
6: like here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's it that's this, the, that's yep. the lick yeah we just first yeah
6: it's,
1: it's, <laughs> it's, it's this
5: it's this yeah I for
2: i've heard this, this <laughs> heard
4: no, exactly so no, everybody's exactly,
1: heard it. Before. yeah you got yeah, so yeah, for, heard it. i guess for anyone who's listening and like um who doesn't know the lick is a um this edited video of a bunch of songs throughout pretty much all of like from like 1920s jazz forward of actually not even then some people find it in classical music of this line of goes but mm. da 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 and it's just like this this thing that has appeared that someone decided wow this is really funny if I find every single one so now it's just like if there's any chance that we can get to play it it's just like we're soloing soloing da 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 and we're like ah, ah you know, it's just <laughs> it's just one of those it's a it's a it's a jazz meme if you will it's a, yes
2: <laughs> yes one of the only ones
3: yeah, our band teachers have been great. As, even in middle school, with Caleb, Avery, and I, uh, Mr. Lubkin, he was great. Yeah, he inspired like all three of us so much. Like he knew like nothing about guitar, but he inspired me to be so much of a better guitar player. You, he, he was, he was a great guy, and he also put up with a lot of our really dumb stuff. Like, yeah, we he did a forbid I say it, skeet-skeet avocado. Oh, but, you know, oh my I God, no, I forgot about up. that. Why did you have
2: to say those words. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, when one, we,
1: when <laughs> we did our version of that song, it was, it was horrible. It, it, was, it, it was, was like, it was, it was a <laughs> it loop was of bad. like four, it was a loop of four measures of chords that I had just plunked out. And I did a melody on top and I'm like, hey, we sing this and go, ding, ding, Right? <laughs> ding, ding, and it's just this song and I'm playing piano. And then the verses, this is the worst part. I'm okay. The verses of the song was Avery on his phone reading like a paragraph of,
4: uh, of facts about an avocado like the, yeah, wikipedia, like the wikipedia, wikipedia article for avocado <laughs> an avocado word for word. And i would just like sit there and start reading it and that would be like Honestly. the the chorus that was like that no that was the first the, that, okay, that, versus, we the the chorus,
1: i would go one two one two <laughs> three and we go like,
4: that was horrible. Middle school is a time.
3: I'm glad that it was make it fun past at the jam time session stage. But yeah.
5: middle school is a lot more interesting than mine. For me, it was just nothing but wrestling practice and reading manga in the library by myself. <laughs> <It was> pretty, <laughs> I know it, it was pretty it was pretty yeah. great. I like yeah. like I did wrestling, so it it's very different, like team building experience. This is a very you yeah, guys got a good good flow about you. You guys remind me <laughs> a lot of my uh recently acquired oxalotls
1: yes yeah pretty great it's, um it's a lot of it's a lot of i guess it's a lot of it's, uh, quite frankly it's a lot of joking around I, I think i think when we get down to it when we have really serious things that we have to talk about especially like even talking to this we had like a bit of a power of like 15 minutes before we got in here i think we really we really can still just like get down and get serious and deal with all like the business stuff but once that's passed like i think um, something that also our our band teacher mr Pierce t- taught us was that um once you if you if you practice your stuff and you really know what you're doing you can you can pretty much mess around all you want i think one one example of this if if i'd <laughs> um we all of us also play in our school our bigger jazz band at school the E-R- uh, ERHS uh uh dom patrol jazz band and uh we would perform we, we've done this twice so far i think there's we were planning to do it again last school year but then the pandemic hit and i think we're gonna do i hope this next year we do it again we performed at garcia's the mexican restaurant down in downtown eagle river
5: that place is really good i've been yeah. there twice
1: yes and so we we got a call from them we got a gig there like our our whole band it's like a 20 20 piece jazz band we crammed it into this little spot in the side of the in the side there and we played and at that point, we the band had been, like, learning our music so well that um, Avery had to get up and do a solo, right? Actually, oh, Avery, I you want to <laughs> go, go ahead and tell <laughs> the <this> story? Avery, go ahead and tell the story. All
6: right, <laughs> oh, all,
4: right all right, all right. <laughs> so... One of the pieces we were performing is La Vie en Rose, a very beautiful song. Uh, like so many people know this. And I had like the, tr- we were doing like the Louis Armstrong version and I had the trumpet solo, which was a great honor to me to do, be able to do that. Um, but the bad thing is the trumpets are in the back row and I am second trumpet. So I was squished in between the like fourth trumpet and then my band teacher. And then it was me. And then it was first trumpet and then there were other people so during a solo you would go to the front of the band to play i didn't have the option to do that and i was like before we were as we were switching the sheet music and like the piano or like mr pierce went up to talk to people i like went over to one of uh one of my our good friends he actually performed with us in uh from like rush hour a couple times um walter was like on the other side he was he was a baritone player and i was like hey you want to like crouch on the floor so i can stand on your back when i solo because it would be funny and he was like you know that sounds like a pretty good idea so i t- i made sure it was okay with mr pierce and he was like if you do that i'll give you a nickel and i was like sick sick deal we already got business like we already got financial support from this
2: business is booming business is booming business
4: is booming so we got up and I was like sweating because I was like, wait, are we actually going to do this? And we were like, I wasn't paying attention. I was like playing the sheet music. And then I feel like something nudged my leg and I look down and there's Walter on all fours who crawled behind the band and he gets in front of me while we're playing. And I just stand up on his back while I play my solo and there are like photos of when this happened and they look like renaissance paintings because you have like saxophones in the first row like looking up at me and then you have mr pierce grabbing my arm to make sure i don't fall and you can see walter's head poking out from the very bottom and it was such a beautiful moment of like uh as long as you know what you're doing you can mess around as much as you like and i nailed that solo so
1: I, i would like to say that um uh if there's any faculty uh listening to this right now you're not you didn't hear any <laughs> that, that didn't have that, that did <laughs> not <laughs> exist we we went we went to the we were representing eagle river high school and we were cordial and we very good. professional
2: manner mm-hmm. we did I didn't hard. stand up we made on the high baritone school money. players back we gave <laughs> that we yes we made the high school money we did good mm-hmm. things <laughs>
1: <laughs> at least we funded our band program for some time so
5: i've been I've been having to work on the three D model of it because this machine we have works called the CNC. And it's a computer numeric cutter. And it's, yeah, yeah. You guys familiar with that? Imagine, I hope. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just, it mm-hmm. just like, renders three d model, cuts it all out. So my friend challenged me to. Uh, we watch this one cartoon, and uh, don't. I'm not really worried about them finding out that I'm actually gonna make it because no one in my real personal life actually listens to this radio show. So it's perfect. Um, <laughs> it's perfect. This is a long okay. time where it's helpful. Uh, okay. But, I'm going to make a harpsichord guitar. <laughs> it's going to be rancid. So long, like, God, I don't own a guitar. I don't I do not do instruments. I, I just enjoy music. Uh, I, I don't have the brain power to learn chords and stuff. Uh, but uh, uh, Caleb, can you hold, a, hold one of your guitars real quick? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Here's, here's my bass. I'll yeah, grab okay, it. yeah, hold your just bass.
5: Like... Okay, so over there at the neck area where, like, there's that big hooky, the big hook. This one. Yeah, on that side. There's gonna be like the overhang of uh, where the harpscore is gonna be. The harpscore is gonna be built into that. Oh my goodness, no! So way. you're gonna be able to like
4: See this that's do head.
5: that and then transition to harp.
2: I. The- that's wild. Well, that's, that's honestly gonna.
4: That's bad. That cool. No, cool. no, no that,
2: that's that's not a curse. That is that is an innovation in music that oh, no, you're not it's, ready, it ready for no problem yet.
5: that's what like, that is. Modeling has been weird because the few that I have been able to cut out the test cuts, every single one has turned out really awkward to hold. The problem isn't the sound it makes. Well, actually, the sound is awkward just because you're doing two very different kinds of strings. But, like, holding it is weird. You can't hold it like a guitar or a harp. You just have to, like, weirdly caress it like a giant egg. It. Yeah, I mean... Let's Poland be is honest. Like, the harder part's gonna be making actual case for it because, like, while I have a lot of experience in leatherworking and woodworking, this is just nonsense. It's like, oh, I'm having oh, to make my own yeah. rules with this. But
1: honestly, like, it's 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 innovation. It is it is then it's the it's the step forward in music uh, in music technology. I think I think. I think that's something that can be capitalized on. If I'm being honest, yeah. Like, I mean, the only
5: thing grosser is like, I mean, it's not even really gross because it's a pretty common instrument for children. But like, the little hand piano that has the mouth bit that you can blow into while you play it. Oh, Ethan has one of those. Yeah, that the melodic. Yeah, the melodic. Yeah, yeah, I've always thought that would be really fun, but like to do that on like, do that to instruments that that shouldn't exist on. Yep, that. Yeah,
1: there it is. Oh my goodness oh oh my God. beautiful <laughs>
6: yes there
1: it is there it is it's great the
5: lick, um, ladies and gentlemen well we're towards like the last three minutes of this interview is there anything you gentlemen want to say to the people listening to this to the people who helped you get here anything just go ahead and throw it out there
4: uh, um, statistics say that people over the age of 40 when asked if they would have preferred to pick up a musical instrument were, when they were younger but didn't they say they wish they did so keep keep that, that in mind <laughs> yeah <laughs> remember that um
1: i think i think i can speak for um all of us here in the band and that like uh thank big thank you to like our parents especially because we as sixth graders were all practicing at the wrong times and it always sounded bad but they always were like you don't get kid and you're going to, you're going to get some doing, uh, get going on this. So big thank you to, I guess, our parents mm. and um, our teachers and our yeah. friends and pretty, pretty much uh, we touched on this earlier. People who would just like tell us, Hey, like, this is really good. You got to keep moving. Cause I think, I think we wouldn't have the confidence we had. Um, we, we have now to do, keep doing music or to really even do anything that is really truly our own. So mm. yeah, big, thank you. Um, I think if there's anyone listening to this that wants to catch any more of the stuff that we, um, that we're going to be doing from here on out or see any of the other stuff that we do, we are on YouTube under Rush Hour, or Rush Hour Jazz, I think it might be right now. Uh, if you want to check out some music that we've done or anything that we're seeing in the future, uh, you can also find us on Instagram on at Rush underscore hour underscore jazz. I think, yeah. So big thank you to everyone who listened to us who really um really supported us all these years even i sound like we've been doing this forever we're still young so we're, we're gonna keep kicking as long as we can but you know seriously thank you and
3: yeah i'd definitely yeah. say like specific thanks to christopher lubkin if you'll oh. ever hear this oh. uh ashley petito and george pierce all oh. of those people those,
4: those three. Yes, those sir. three
3: they they really inspire all yeah. of us really
4: great people great they great tolerate
1: musicians. us is i think the ba- I think they, tolerate <laughs> they tolerate us
3: tolerate us we yes. we're some really large goofballs and they definitely definitely just like really care for our well-being there's great
4: people they deserve awards for putting up with what they have to deal with in in, in, in classes
3: definitely i feel like i should pay them but i'm not going to so. <laughs> i'm
4: not going to again sorry, we don't sorry. have money. <laughs>
0: that was at me, senior producer Cornelius Nelson speaking with members of the local band Rush Hour. You've been listening to Podcast in Place, Youth Stories from Quarantine from Alaska Teen Media Institute. Our show's theme music was composed by Devin Schreckengost. Stay tuned for more stories from quarantined youth. You can find these stories at alaskateenmedia.org, where we have included resources for youth during quarantine in partnership with the State of Alaska Division of Behavioral Health. The Alaska Teen Media Institute is based in Anchorage, Alaska. We'd like to acknowledge the Denining people, whose land we work on. Many thanks to supporters of our podcast, including John O'Hara and James McCoy. The views expressed in this program do not necessarily represent the views of our sponsors. Thanks to our listeners who contribute to our programs and help us leverage additional funds and grants. If you'd like to support Youth Voices in Alaska and help keep our podcast going, you can support us through Patreon. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it easy for you to support creative endeavors like Atme. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Alaskateen Media. You can also help out by subscribing to, rating, or writing a review of our series on Apple Podcasts. Every little bit helps us get our stories out there. And don't forget to check out our website, alaskateenmedia.org. There you can learn more about what our organization does, discover more youth-produced content, or find out how to get involved. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all sorts of updates. For Alaska Team Media Institute, I'm Ormond Delois. Thanks for listening. Stay safe out there. We'll get through this together.